Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. I think for a start, it won't help ESCOM cut cost because in terms of the uh, total allowable revenue formula of ESCOM, this is a pass-through cost, so it will not bring ESCOM's cost down. It will impact the final tariff the user is, but it will not assist in saving ESCOM. Now, we do know that independent power producers are often accused of overpricing their energy sales to ESCOM itself. How do you respond to this? Well, I think the government designed an excellent program in the REAP program, and it was initially launched in May 2011. Very stringent set of rules in terms of the request for proposal. This was in a competitive process. We didn't just price it. It was a process of tendering in a competitive approach where the pricing was a big part of whether you get the contract or not and make a lot of effort in preparing a tender and then if you overprice it, you don't get the tender. So the pricing was a result of a competitive process. What is your take on the current load shedding? Why are we experiencing it from your point? Lack of capacity. So the first thing is uh, there is a lack of new build capacity, mainly because Matuti and Kusili is not fully online and the, the units that are online are not of the quality that, re, that results in reliable electricity. That's the start. Then there's an old cold, cold fleet, most of the power stations reaching the end of life in the next 10 to 15 years. Thirdly, there wasn't maintenance done um, as per the maintenance regimes. And then, of course, we all know about what happened with, with state capture and the fact that ESCOM was stolen, the, the money was stolen from ESCOM over time by politicians and their cronies. So if you, if you take all of those things together, resulting in low-quality coal, not enough coal, your probability of something like units going offline, unplanned, are high. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.